I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The word. Now it's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. With Mooney's Hyundai, Long Mile Road and Dean's Grange. Your first stop for Hyundai. epmooney.ie It's like... It's, it is fairly shocking. Shocking behaviour from that from those clouds. Whatever the hell's going on. I think some people got sunburned yesterday at about midday. And <laughs> now today it's absolutely lashing out. When you say some people, do you mean you? Yeah, I sat outside. I'm start, I've started to read. I've only read five books in my life. And uh, started to read yesterday and got destroyed. With, it, it was sunny for some reason. What is your issue with, with, uh, with sun cream? Can I, I just ask? I always leave it everywhere. Instead of having it in my house, so I left it in my my friend's house yesterday, and uh, yeah, he was at work, so I, was, I had nothing else to do. I had a hat on and put a t-shirt on, but it wasn't, it wasn't to be. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Rosamund Pike's latest film character is more romantic than she lets on. She plays Mary Curie in Radioactive, which is available to uh, stream and buy and all that stuff. Uh, here is a bit of Rosamund telling us um, about a brilliant scientist. Uh, that of course Mary was, and but it wasn't her only personality trait. She was a very passionate creature, which she kept hidden naturally because it didn't boost boon her work any to, to to show what a passionate creature she was. But that excites me more. Don't know where she was. Sounds like she was at something. Was oh, there an event on? Alas, when there used to be events on. Maybe it was recorded a while ago. There seems to be some sort of curse with Top Gear. So they're back filming now. They announced like the last few days. This is the BBC one, and Paddy McGuinness has crashed a Lambo. Uh, he said he was to have cheated death. Cheated death after the car came off the road. Now, we don't know if he cheated death. It was probably in a very safety-controlled racetrack. Lamborghini, though, I'd love to know how much money they have in the kitty that if anything like that happens, they can go, oh, well, there you go. They've crashed that car. It's fine. We've got a hundred grand in the bank. It's okay. It's definitely happened, yeah. Um... Like, how many cars, even going back to the old ones, have they destroyed or have they bumped into or done something really bad with yeah a few definitely there's, there's been well mild things bumpers have been ripped off cars when they spun off doing the starting a reasonably priced car but obviously Hammond's wrecked a few things <laughs> um, Crash Bandicoot I'd imagine that's a, that's a risk that involves going on the show but uh, here's Paddy he's, he's been on, on the gram and he's alright she can be a cruel mistress that one that V12 lulls you in and all of a sudden rawr, bites you like that but uh, I'm totally fine and Fingers crossed, we get the car up and running again. That doesn't sound like heat of death, then. Yeah, just like it was a Ford Fiesta. Let's get it back up and running again. <laughs> Jump starter. Uh, it's 6.57 on a minging wet Wednesday morning. If we can help, if you need to talk, 087-6797-104, give us a shout. What has you up so early for work? What do you do? We're being a bit nosy. Give us a shout. It's the story down Dua Lipa and Don't Start Now. It's 13 minutes after 7. Uh, I suppose a lot of people are probably, probably wondering today, as well, if you're outside in it, fair enough, but uh, also if you're just looking outside at it, you're wondering, is that going to be like that all day? Well, uh, yes and no. There's, there is rain on and off uh, until 
around about 8 o'clock tonight there's a lot of clouds um, I'm, I'm sure some of those showers will be thundery and maybe 15, 16 degrees that's the Norwegians anyway uh, and I'll tell you what, seeing as it's middle of June and, you know, it's lashed rain, let's let's just double check with the Irish people as well, just to see. Uh, some uh, heavy showers, localised thunderstorms, some brighter sunny spells might develop as the day progresses. And they're saying 18 degrees. So there you go. Somewhere in the middle, I'd imagine. Um, so, uh, outdoor gatherings of up to 5,000 people could be allowed from September, with cinemas reopening in August. That's the latest we have. Um, the Taoiseach has said there would be no mass gatherings until after the end of August at the earliest. Speaking yesterday, he revealed that if the virus remains suppressed, there could be potential for large outdoor events from September. Um, what we've said, if there's no mass gatherings until August 31st at the earliest, but you know, if things continue to go in the right direction, if the virus stays suppressed, you could see some smaller outdoor mass gatherings, uh, maybe cultural events of a few thousand people, um, but unlikely to be more than 5,000. He said, I would envisage cinemas, for example, opening in August, but socially distanced, and I'm told that cinemas can operate at a profit socially distant. Uh, I suppose if you think about it, there's been lots of times when you go to see a movie, and unless it's the opening weekend or the Friday night or whatever, um, it's rare that you're in a packed, packed cinema. That's my experience anyway, so you could easily, I suppose, have people spaced out across the shop. Um, people may be saving some money at the moment because they can't go out, and if you've driven past your favourite whatever uh, on the bus or in the car, and you go, oh, there it is, all locked up. Um, a survey carried out before everything, has revealed that Dubliners actually rate the city's nightlife very poorly with, uh, compared to European counterparts. 73% of those surveyed gave a night out in Dublin a poor rating, mainly due to the high cost. Uh, yeah, you go to the drink link in the evening or the early afternoon, whenever the case is, and the next day you go, where did all that go? Did I? Was I buying rounds for the whole pub or something? Like, where's Where did all my money go to? Uh, 56% of people said Berlin is their favourite going out destination followed by London and Amsterdam these are Irish people who have obviously been to these places Uh, the price was the main reason behind people not giving it a higher ranking with 41% saying it was too expensive to go out in Dublin city centre and uh, the survey found early evening was the busiest time to go out and after 9pm the pubs were the focal point for people followed by nightclubs after midnight so, uh, yeah, I think obviously that was done beforehand. If you ask people now, they'd go in and lick the pavement in Dublin city centre just to be able to have a normal night out. Maybe not that far, but you know what I mean. Uh, Daniel Kinnahan has been sacked from a top sporting position in Bahrain. He was fired from his role as special advisor to KHK Sports yesterday. He had been appointed by a Bahraini prince, but a media backlash has forced him to sever ties. That's the front of the star this morning similar story on the mirror it's back after 100 days away uh, that is the premiership of course returning tonight uh, Pep says we're not really ready um, as City will be hit by injuries oh the hell excuses are starting already good man Pep uh, and yeah just more stories about uh, two metre rule being ditched for pubs if you leave after 90 minutes that's the big change this morning so we've all kind of been last week or two they announced this whole nine euro meal and lots of pubs have been gently taking the mick out of it on social media saying we're going to do really expensive uh, 
toasted sandwiches with soup. And pubs and restaurants will be allowed to reduce social distancing to one metre if they limit people in the premises to just 90 minutes. Uh, Faulty Ireland has indicated that guidelines for hospitality venues to be issued ahead of the next phase of reopening Ireland on June 29th, all things going well, uh, will include a reduced physical distance threshold in certain circumstances. The move to allow more people inside venues will be massively welcomed by the hospitality sector because so many, we've all heard restaurants saying they can't operate uh, with two metres. And I suppose if you're in a restaurant for an hour and a half, that's probably enough. You know, get in and get out. Let us, let someone else. There's actually more chance you've been able to get a table then in a, in a place that you like going to. Um, the sources say the pub goers and diners will be expected to leave after that hour and a half as part of the guidelines. Restaurants must reduce or stop the practice of allowing walk-ins as well. So all bookings, uh, I think, you know, let's just get apps for that for everybody. A lot of restaurants do it anyway. Make it easy. Pick your slot. In you go. Get in and get out. Are you having a starter? Nah, we're in a hurry. It's grand. And, uh, yeah, the pub thing, I don't know. Like, going in for 90 minutes <laughs> might be a bit weird. Certainly places like Australian stuff. I was once there and we'd had a couple of drinks around lunchtime. Nobody was uh, was fizzied off their loaf or anything. But we were asked to leave because uh, in uh, certainly touristy places in Sydney, they had this liquor act that said, you know, you, you couldn't have drink to whatever they deemed as, as excess. Maybe it is excess, we're just being Irish. And, uh, yeah, you, 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 you were told... Thanks very much for your custom. Good luck. So, would that work in Ireland? The way we kind of have this thing about the pubs? I don't know. It's 20 past seven. That's how it's looking today. Now, I'm awake since uh, 20 to four with that rain bouncing off my windows, lying awake from the alarm to go off uh, at 10 to seven because you guys wake me and the hubby up. Well, thanks very much for the, the privilege and the honour. Uh, why did we swap the bedroom with the kids in the attic room? Yeah, that gets the most lashed rain out of it, I suppose. Um, I'm away to work in the HSE. Will I get any work done today? Yeah, coffee. Coffee, Tammy, that, that will uh, that will help. So um, I'd love... Uh, like, I, I popped into our building uh, and I noticed that there is another big screen up the front where the security boys hang out, so... Maybe we'll get a screen. Maybe we'll start being able to give away cuddle mugs again. Well, as in collect them. But we do have cuddle mugs. Uh, and as always, we're being nosy with your job. If there's something that you can't work from home with and you are in there today, maybe you're out getting lashed on, maybe you'll have to wait for a bus with a mask on your face, getting sprayed by vans as they go by. Uh, come on, you deserve a strawberry down flat cuddle mug. So if, if work today means you can't work from home, what do you do? 87 We could short, sort you out. Uh, now though is speaking from working from home uh, Zoom calls yeah everyone loves them don't they three or four months in yeah right well here's the latest strawberry alarm clock yeah Uh-oh. yeah funky uh, anyone there yet no hey Carl I'm here it's Quiva ah uh, Quiva how's it going I'm absolutely exhausted I hit pennies oh did you I do, I'll be back again, Carl. I will. I'll be back again. Got all the bits. So I'm going to get a bit more for the sister and my mom and stuff. But it's great to see things moving now, isn't it? I haven't actually worn any underwear for about three months. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's been great. You, know? might, yeah, you might get the jocks back on. Carl. I'm going to Woody's though later. Oh, right. Yeah. What are you getting? In and in Woody's. I'm going to get a sander. I'm going to be doing a bit of sanding. We're getting playing down a That's bit great. of all It's great to get back to normal because it's kind of feels like it's over now, like... Are you wearing a mask, no? Nah, well, yeah, I'm the odd time, you know what I mean? They yeah, yeah, yeah. The they, had, they had a couple of masks and pennies and stuff like that as well, so I just picked up a few, you know. I'm not wearing just a mask. photos and stuff, yeah. Now you guys. Hi, Chris. Uh, how are you, Chris? 
Yeah. Um, The purpose of today's meeting is uh, for the protocol for employers such as ourselves and workers such as yourselves regarding the measures to prevent the spread of COVID-19 in the workplace as Uh, we begin to reopen. Uh, With that in mind, I'd like to welcome to the meeting Cara from HR. Hi, Cara. Hi, folks. Hope you're all keeping safe. Hi, Hi, Cara. Cara. Is this because you can't handle the meetings on your own, Chris? Sorry, what? Nothing. Okay, so we're going to just run through a few different things that are going to be happening as we reopen during these strange and worrying times, guys. Um, Can I just get a show of hands of those who are in favour of coming back to the office? Or even just say yes. Yeah, I don't see any hands or I didn't hear yes there, guys. Chris, I just think it'd be mad now. Yeah. Mad. I mean, yeah. the, Can you the guidelines are just mad. Stay, what do you mean by mad there, uh, Cleva? I mean, personally, for me, I'd be very concerned about social distancing, the hygiene. I just think it'd be mad now to right, go okay. Back. With those concerns in mind, in can I just circle K. Cara into this? Cara, can you explain June. that we're actually well prepared for a safe return to the workspace? I just want to ensure that all staff feel in control and are comfortable in the building. I've gone in myself. I've done all the markings. It is completely safe. Does that make you feel a little bit more comfortable about coming in? You stuck a few stickers on the floor, like, and to expect us to feel comfortable with that. We have hand sanitizers, we have disinfectant wipes, we have gloves, we have masks, we have perspex. And yeah, I'm just going to cut in there. Um, what seems to be the problem there? Like, we've put a lot of time, effort, and resources into making the office workable again for all our employees to come back. So I don't really see yeah, how, well, no, how I, you should I, be I, so concerned. The thing about it is, it's June. Yeah, the weather's very good. I'm going to Woody's to get a plane. That's it, yeah. And so, I'm, yeah. I'm going to be, I'm going to be, be I'm going to be planing down some wood out the back garden and then putting like a, you know, a, an overcoat on top of that and then painting it like two or three times and. I couldn't do that if I was in the office. Call. this has absolutely nothing to do with your work right now. We're in a business meeting with regards to returning to the office workspace. Cara, you being in HR, can you advise Call on the best way forward with regard to returning to work? Because if he doesn't want to come back to work, maybe he should just stay in Woody's. If you're not performing as best as you can at home, we would advise that you come back into the office, Cahill. Can I ask you a question yes. there? It is HR related. Look, there's a little fella going around in a van from local and he's pouring points out the back of his little van. After a very hot day playing in out the back, I go out and I get a nice cold beverage, you know, and it helps with mental health. That wouldn't be HR related, Cottle. I've heard this uh, for the last few weeks. I mean, these people are an absolute right. mess. And that's half the reason why I have you in on this meeting, so you can see for yourself what I have to deal with on a week-to-week basis. They're having a laugh. One's in pennies, one's in woodies, one's drinking his loaf off, and the other one is making cups of tea with their family. It's an absolute disgrace. And I think this should be the start of the end for these guys. I'm just concerned Woody's might close down again. I'm just trying to do my bit for the yeah. economy, you know. And um, pennies. There isn't a late night opening on a Wednesday. It's a time management thing for me because the oh. stuff does go. It's oh, very hard to get a size six, size six, flip flops. When I'm queuing dust. up outside Woody's to get in wearing no mask, yeah. like I feel much more I, comfortable. I do when I'm have in the office to say these are not work related issues. If I leave it too late, I'm going to be left with maxi dresses that are too big for me. And that's not how I want to represent the company, really. Do you know? So. Right, guys, I'm interjecting here again. Desk pods, head visors, face masks, rubber gloves, hand hygiene. We've got it all in place. Get the f*** back into the office or you're gone. Whatever you're into, Chris, you kinky f***. <laughs> <laughs>
great deal on visors and pennies, actually. Great. great and Woody's that. actually, I can, I can pick a bet and you want up Woody's for you. <laughs> now, it's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. With Mooney's Hyundai, Long Mile Road and Dean's Grange. Your first stop for Hyundai, epmooney.ie. Thanks for all your messages, by the way. I'm just seeing loads in there now. Um, I'm a guard doing checkpoints in the rain since seven. Obviously, can't see where. I don't. I've never. I, I've never seen a guard doing a checkpoint in the rain in my life. How do I verify? How do we know that that's true, Crossy? I always thought you were safe. If yeah. You didn't have the tax. Maybe two months out, you're going. Oh, it's grand. It's raining. They're not going to be out. Working out, that, working out that rain all day, looking after traffic lights in the city. Says Connor. Connor, are you the, are you the man who's got Northern Cross back working? Um, morning, lads. Sat out in the greens now on the mower since six. Soaked down to my jocks. The waterproof can only take so much. That's Ryan. He works in Port Marnock Links um, all the time and listens to us. So good morning out there. Lovely it's just so world. strange because uh, last night about eight o'clock, a friend of mine lives in Cabin Teeley and said the house was shaking with the thunder, the lightning and the rain. And I'm in Donnybrook and I had nothing. I was making a barbecue last night at eight o'clock. And there was nothing. I think we, we got the rain about 11 o'clock, I think, last night, just I was, before I went to bed. I was dry at eight as well, other side of the city. But yeah, it's uh, not, not so much the case now. Uh, last night, it also revealed whether he had rain or not that a certain Irish actor would be playing Donald Trump. I'm not going to just tell you just now on Dish That Are Two it is, because it is part of the qualifying question on Instagram. And uh, must get the old uh, 10 questions sorted. <laughs> Very busy in the morning today. Um, so the other bit of news this morning. So do you remember Vernon Kay had the old... Uh, DMs in his jocks and very embarrassing for Tess and he did the big apology yeah and he'll never be forgiven because I think everyone loves Tess and yeah now I thought at the time the the person nothing illegal or anything but I thought the Chung one was particularly young uh, compared to him but I didn't know this this model I, f- I don't know why I followed this particular lady on Instagram but I do okay her name is Reen Sugden she's 33 and she is the girl that Vernon was allegedly sending the flirty messages to. Right. So it was 10 years ago. She was 23 at the time. I don't know how old. He's, he's 46 now, so he was 36. Still a bit of an age gap, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't. Anyway, he was married. He shouldn't have been doing it. <laughs> yeah. There's a documentary on Channel 4 tomorrow night called uh, The Naked Truth, page three. It's all about the models and, they, I mean, it still exists, but it's, it's more, it's done in a, you could argue, tasteful way. Now, some people may agree it's still not tasteful, but anyway. But she's now talking about the fact that he went on to still do Family Fortunes, did a little apology on the radio, everything was grand. She lost loads of work. So now it's all going to rear itself back up again. So can you imagine them having breakfast this morning? Poor Tess. Poor Tess. I think everyone's going to say, screw those two fools, poor Tess. Oh, they will? Yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. 
Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. No, because you know what? Strictly's coming back and she's going to be back in the news over the next while talking about Strictly and everyone's going to want to ask her... Why are you still with that fool? It's going to keep coming back up now because of it. Yeah. So tomorrow night, I don't know if she'll name him tomorrow on the show, I don't know. Uh, Avatar 2 filming has resumed. Um, it's been filmed in New Zealand three months after production stopped due to the coronavirus. Prime Minister Jacinda uh, closed uh, all the borders in March. There's now two people confirmed, but they had flown from Britain, but they were laid out of isolation early. So they're now contact tracing in New Zealand to squash it down again. Uh, but now lockdown uh, is being eased. James Cameron was given special permission to fly to start refilming. Now, I know they were getting absolutely lashed over it. There were people outside the filming areas going, get out of our country. But they had was to... It? Yeah, that's how bad it was. They're so strict over there. They're going, please, please don't come to New Zealand for the next while. Well, uh, last night was the last EastEnders that was filmed before and Lisa Riley, who works on Emmerdale, says she's in awe of the production crew for keeping the cast as safe as possible. She plays Mandy on the series, uh, which is the first British soap to resume filming after everything and uh, she was talking on this morning yesterday and praised the crew for their excellent hard work. Safety-wise, have they gone the extra mile? I mean, I feel safer at work than I do even in my own home at the supermarket. The production team have gone that extra mile. And... I didn't know uh, she was still in it. She's back in it, is she? She's back in Emmerdale, yeah. And she has a kid and she's a husband coming along very soon. Uh, there's a great YouTube clip of Coronation Street. They have a stick to make sure everyone has it two <laughs> metres away. It's fantastic. They is released it, a it yesterday. From some of the old cast. It's a brush stick. You know, the stick oh, yeah. for a brush. So if you're anyway close to Gail Platt, obviously you get a clatter in the legs to go, two metres, two metres. <laughs> The only person who wants to get close to Gail Platt is a guy who probably wants to kill half the, yeah. the road. That's usually how it works out. Uh, and very, very briefly, Ella Henderson says she's been enjoying the countryside during lockdown where she's isolated. It's been really nice being back in the countryside and away from like the fast-paced city life. Set a home studio up from home and I've been writing and, and getting creative from there, which has been, it's been a different setting for me, so it has been really nice. Do you just want to tell us she's been busy writing? Football's back! Everyone's excited. Come on, Liverpool this weekend. It's amazing to even know this stuff is coming back. And to celebrate, we've even got some strawberry ads. There's no doubt about it. These are strange and worrying times. You've been locked in your house. You can't meet your mates down the pub. Your hair is an absolute disgrace. But lads and ladettes, all is not lost. Because the footy's back! That's right. Premier League football returns to your telescreens, but it's not going to be as good as it was before. There'll be no crowds. You'll be like watching a boring training session. Commentators will find it hard to identify players because they'll all be wearing face masks. I don't know. And your top striker will find it hard to get away diving when his marker is always practising two-metre social distancing. But despite all of that, who cares? Once the footy's back, get in! And in less than two weeks, you'll pray for another lockdown to get away from the Liverpool supporters rubbing your bloody nose in it. And they will. Football! Fantastic! Hello. I'm 
Dr. Do-Nothing. And I want to invite you to my amazing pet farm. Dr. Do-Nothing's amazing pet farm is a great day out for the whole family and a nice little earner for me without leaving me gaff. <laughs> That's right. Me pet farm is in me bedsit on Gardner Street. Come on down and watch me talk to the exotic animals. Hello, cat. Hello, dog. Hello, budgie. Hello, picture of a blue whale. He doesn't say much, that one. <laughs> Dr. Do-Nothing's amazing pet farm. Go on. It's better than doing nothing. <laughs> Flutes, horns and organs is the name of our shop Flutes, horns and organs is the name of our music shop We don't want to blow our own trumpet But we could if we wanted to Because at Flutes, Horns and Organs You can look no further If you're looking for a bunch of flutes Horns and organs Whether you're a crusty busker with no backing track Or a spoofer trying to impress the girls We don't actually care Flutes, Horns and Organs is the name of our shop Flutes, Horns and Organs is the name of our music shop The Strawberry Alarm Clock on FM 104 Dublin's hit music station On... FA104's Instagram with cover in a click. Young driver car insurance specialists. See what you can save. Coverinaclick.ie. 10 questions, 60 seconds, 1,000 euro. FA104's Instagram. So we can go live uh, to a hospital somewhere. Uh, we can just call you like line of duty. We could just call you H if you want so you can stay even more covert. Yeah, we will do that, will we? Although people will recognise this voice. <laughs> <laughs> Why? What have you done that your voice because is Because I've so... been on the radio once or twice and I all, there's always one person I know that texts me and they're like, was that you on the radio? <laughs> no, you can just say it was someone else called H. Yeah, H. Nice to know other people hear it though. Hmm, true. So uh, how is the hospital work going? Ah, grand. Right. Not too bad. Like. <laughs> Jeez, you wouldn't know this is like middle of a pandemic. That's well, I'm in, a, I'm in a hospital that didn't actually hold any COVID. So right. I got lucky. So it was a bit calmer. But no, a bit calmer, but still mayhem. Like yeah. mayhem, it's more the staff kind of just panicking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say anymore. <laughs> mayhem like normal mayhem. Well, normal mayhem. Okay, when you're not working, what do you like doing? Um, I like to act. Do you? And sing. Act them up, I might as well get that out there while I'm on the radio. <laughs> so you can sing. And have you ever been on any sort of stage production? Um, well, me and my sister auditioned for the X Factor a few times while they were here, and I actually just finished college in the gaiety, so I have done a bit of work. Oh, savage! Okay. Mm-hmm. And did you get to meet Simon Cowell or anyone like that, or did you get close? We got through a few stages, and then it was just the X Factor is very. Um, false or something them auditions like so like you, you say you got through and then you don't hear a peep out of them it's strange right. I give up on it <laughs> so yeah yesterday Misha B Crossy said that she accused Lulu of bullying you could kind bullying, of see that well, yeah. well believe it <laughs> well, when, believe when you were watching X Factor you kind of knew that there was a lot of that and that was probably made up to make the it's X Factor look a bit telly. better it's all for the telly yeah. exactly yeah. all yeah. for the telly okay H we have 10 questions mm-hmm. are you ready for the challenge not really, but go for gold. I'm so okay. nervous. Here we go. 
1,000 euro. The game begins okay. in three, Working in healthcare. Two, Let's see if we can give her the money. One. How much will pubs have to charge for a meal after June 29th? Oh my God. Mm. All over the news the past it's 24 one the, hours. One of the terms. Pubs have to charge. Yeah. Why is it new? Uh, uh, I really don't know. Uh, give us give us a guess. A euro amount. Um, Tanner. Where in Dublin is Garda HQ? City Centre. What sport resumes later today? What what? What sport resumes later today? Oh, in Ireland, like. Not in Ireland. Football? Matt Lucas. Is it your go or my go? It's your go, go on. I'm very confused. <laughs> it was all gone so well. Matt Lucas and David Williams apologised recently after a former show of theirs was removed from streaming services. Can you name what show? Ah, here now. I haven't got a clue. I'm going to have to pass that. Do you just work all the time and never watch television? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'm so Please get this one right. Jacinda Ardern is PM of what country? Uh-huh. Very famous. About, about 10 minutes ago. Oh my God, I don't know. The country's split in two. There's a big, big mass of water between... Mm. Mm. I really don't know. I'm mortified now at this point. <laughs> Colleen Rooney had a massive Instagram row with who in 2019? Oh, oh. Oh. Rebecca Vardy? Yes! <laughs> <Woo>! <laughs> what Dublin shopping centre is older, Liffey Valley or Dundrum Town Centre? Liffey Valley. Woo! Ryland Clark Neal and Davina McCall are currently hosting a Best Bits of What TV Big show. Big Brother. WhatsApp has launched an in app system that lets you send what to your mates. Ooh. Stories? And what Irish actor, this was a qualifying question, is to play Donald Trump? <laughs> Um, Brandon Gleeson. That is also correct. You kind of got there halfway through. I know. You know? Can you give me five for just then? No, I don't even know if you got five times. <laughs> uh, so pubs will have to charge nine quid. <laughs> no, I was so close. You were very close, yeah. Uh, Garda HQ is in the Phoenix Park. City, city centre is not, you know. Uh, the Premiership returns tonight. It's not in Ireland, but um, yeah, we'll accept football. I got football. Do you remember Little Britain? Vaguely, yeah. little fat guy with the blonde hair. Uh, yes, uh, yeah. that's, 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 that's well. That's part of the reason why it's not on any streaming service anymore. Uh, Jacinda Ardern is Prime Minister of New Zealand. New Zealand, I hear like I'm not listening to the news that much. It's usually <laughs> tragic. That's why I don't listen. That's true. In fairness, working in healthcare, you probably get enough uh, heart. Exactly. Yeah, I understand. Okay. Uh, Rebecca Vardy was right. Liffy Valley was right. Big Brother was right. You, uh, what's ever going to let you send money to your mates? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I never heard that. Jeez, lads, they were easy ones today. Oh, my God, it's the first time I've ever got a 10. Uh, unfortunately, not for you, though, H. Ah, sure, look, it's all the fun, isn't it? It is all about the fun, exactly. That's all the matters. And I get a cuddle mug. You do get a cuddle mug, yes. That makes me happy. If you could come in in your PPE gear, we could probably give you it now, because for everyone else, we've nothing to protect <laughs> anybody. No, I, um, I, I don't even have any, to be honest, right oh. now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, look, thank you for uh, proving that anyone can have a go. Uh, it doesn't Anybody matter. It is all about the fun. It doesn't matter that you didn't it get in. And uh, you know, I'm sure your patients are always cheered up when you're around. Well, they definitely are. I can definitely see that about myself. Excellent. On a good day. <laughs> good luck with the singing and the dancing. Thanks so much. Good luck. <laughs>
Bye. Twista, Sunshine on FM 104, Strawberry Arm Clock, nod suggested by Dean. Uh, I think that was 2002 or 1 or... Good tune, though. That summer was really hot outside. I remember that song was always played. And it was just like, ah, lovely weather compared to today. Lovely. Coming up also on Dish the Dirt, uh, we will chat, we'll hear about uh, Bono's Eve. She says, uh, being Bono's girl does give me the edge. Boom, boom. But it's really up to me to make the most of it. I think uh, as Eli from... Uh, Bono's young fella who was in the band he said it opens doors but they'll shut just as quick if you're rubbish I know but if you're Bono's son now come on who's going to tell Bono's son ah, I'm sorry not today eh, you never know uh, and also after 9 o'clock we'll chat to Vinny from Codaline and uh, we've got some new tunes from Codaline because their album One Day at a Time is out since Friday and uh, we'll chat to Vinny about the Irish music industry and, and how gigs may or may not look and how are they getting on? What what are the boys up to? And uh, all the all the chats and some new tunes that they've uh, performed for us a little bit after nine o'clock. I drove by Westwood this morning, Crossy, and uh, usually there's a queue even when we're coming into work to get in. And the gates were open, but nobody was home. So yesterday, California gyms all started to open up again and they look completely different. So if you think of Westwood, you think of FlyFit, you think of all the massive chains... How are they going to work? So this uh, gym in California have pods up. So what they've used is shower curtains and some rails. So on the floor, they've cleared absolutely everything. And this one has 30 little pods. And in every pod, there's a bike, there's a running machine, there's some weights, there's a mat, and then there's loads of little cleaning disinfectant areas where when you're finished with whatever you're doing for that little pod for that hour, you clean it up after yourself and then someone else comes in and cleans it, cleans it again. It looks like the way of the future because I don't see how gyms are going to open up as they used to unless it's a booking appointment. They're going to probably have to order in a lot more cleaners to make sure it's clean. Like the outdoor gyms, I think, is gonna, probably going to thrive now. But on days like this, you're kind of looking... Tired. It's hard. I mean, if you're in Thailand, yeah, it's easy to do. It's a lot more difficult in Ireland. Yeah. I've, I joined one of those outdoor gyms and it's great because you're on your own and you don't have to mix with anyone else and it's that two-metre thing where you're not allowed to go anywhere else. But then when you're using the equipment they're cleaning it then you're cleaning it then you're cleaning it again and it's in your head then three times it's been cleaned so not only are you waiting for someone to finish with a set of weights are you done there but then you, someone will have to wipe them down in between that and then yeah it's uh, the, the pod idea isn't bad it's just if you have the space to do it so everything's in the one you don't need to leave your jar cutting area absolutely like I'm just going to show you a photograph here now I'll stick it up on FM104's Twitter yeah but everything is in the little pod. And it's not advanced. It's a shower curtain with a couple of rails around it. It took them three days to put up 30 of them. And it's that, yeah, you walk straight into it and that's you there. But I think people like walking around the gym. You know, if you're there for an hour, you only work well, yeah, for half an hour. If you're having a little bit of a rest, you know, it's meant to be 30 seconds, but it takes four minutes. Uh, and also, it's hard to enclose those little pods because then you'd have no air at all coming in. And if you're in there for an hour, huffing and puffing, you're going to get steamy windows, so the, the Perspex things probably don't work. Yeah, and a massive problem as well, there's no mirrors in these pods because they're shower curtains. And a lot of people like the mirrors uh, in the gym. Well, some people definitely do. Yeah, I was once in FlyFit and I was in the changing rooms. So it was 11 o'clock at night and um, this young fella came over to me and I could see what he was, you know, he had his, his phone right up to the mirror and he's like, is there any chance you can punch me? I was like, <laughs> What? And he's like, will you punch me? And I'm looking going, what is this fella talking about? Where's the camera? So basically, he wanted for me to thump him in the chest, he'll tense up, and then he'll get the photograph. So I hit him first of all, and he said, is that all you can do? (laughs) I did it again. I went... (laughs) 
<laughs> I poleaxed them. <laughs> I'd love to see this. I don't even have CCTV in change rooms, but I'd love to see that footage. Yeah, so no mirrors. That's the one thing. But they'll have shower curtains and rails and then everything inside the box for you to enjoy for the one hour while you're in the gym. I think just staying and sitting your arse and watch the football instead. Yeah. Sounds easier. Uh, if you are exercising, though, don't forget we've got a nice little stream called The Fit Mix, F104.ie, on our app. You can get your sweat on in safety in the fresh air. And don't worry about cubicles. Now, it's time for Showbiz News. FM104's Dish the Dirt. With Mooney's Hyundai, Long Mile Road and Deans Grange. Your first stop for Hyundai, epmooney.ie. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle are causing uh, Canadian taxpayers a bill of €37,000 for local policing expenses during their extended holiday since they've been there. I think no matter where they go for the next while anyway people are just going to be so consumed by everything and anything they do that they're probably going to have to have security or cops or whatever around them a lot of cash for the taxpayers uh, Paddy McGuinness from Top Gear has crashed a 275,000 euro Lamborghini Diablo uh, which spun out of control during a test for the new series they're back filming uh, the car worth all that money he's okay though he's been back on his stories she can be a cruel mistress that one that V12 lulls you in and all of a sudden rawr, bites you like that but uh, I'm totally fine and fingers crossed we get the car up and running again they're still saying they're going to move it to BBC One uh, after 18 years on BBC Two. How are you finding it now with the new lads in it? Better? Uh, it's better than it was. Um, obviously, the other the other three will still be the originals for me, but yeah, it's very good, yes. Quite watchable. Um, Paul Meskell has revealed that he would be terrified of messing up the role of Connell in the second series. I'm usually a fan of second or third or fourth series even if it's muck at least you know what they're up to but with this one I think it's good that it's just it's done that's it open ended open ended is the right word yeah because I think it's being so successful if it is ruined or maybe he's just hanging on to see if they make it all worth worth their whiles money wise have you been watching Big Brother on E4 is it on every night I thought it was just a Sunday night thing every night for the next two weeks so last night was Big Brother 7 with Nikki. Who is she? Who is she? Remember, she went crazy. Yes. So tonight's one is Celebrity Big Brother, the sixth season. Eureka Johnson, Coolio, Vern Troyer, um, Latoya Jackson, Michelle Heaton, Mutia Buena from Sugar Babes, and Tina Malone. They are all in tonight's episode. Uh, do you know what? I'm kind of annoyed that they're not in studio together. Davina and Ryland aren't in studio together. Apparently, it was cost-cutting. They needed that those episodes out very quickly. They hadn't time to rent a studio, so Davina's in her house, Ryland's in his house. But you can kind of get the gaps. You know, when he says something, there's it just doesn't fit with her voice when she replies to him, like that they're not talking to each other. Yes, I know what you mean. Yeah. It's, it's, here's your line, there's your line. Now, this show is, in, in as always, it causes... Uh, a bit of con um, uh, what's the bloody word uh, I can't just grief basically the, the scene that they showed in 2006 with Michael Barrymore he was the runner up that was the year Chantelle won she was the random the member fake of the celebrity yes. put in but at the time Michael Barrymore did an impersonation of Hitler and they've left that in to some of these Episodes and now they're saying why did why was that left in why was it not cut out? Uh, meanwhile, Davina is saying there's no way she would have actually gone into the house herself. It just brings out the best in people, and it also brings out the very worst in people. I don't want people to see the worst of me. I'll leave that for my kids. 
last night's episode. So do you remember the fella that was in it years ago that was the image of Vernon Kay? Tall yeah. fella, black hair, and then there was a girl called Grace. 16 years later, they're still together. Three kids. Anyway, when Grace left it, do you remember? She got voted off the Big Brother house. She picked up a glass of water. The girl, oh, Susie, yeah. who had vo- you know who had put her up for a nomination. Yeah. So, bye, bye, bye. She gets the glass of water. Straight up. Imagine that happened now. Imagine the craziness of Twitter if that happened now. She'd cancelled. probably be jailed for assault. Glasses of water would be cancelled. Yeah. So it continues tonight. Tonight, Celebrity Big Brother is tonight. The comedian Jason Manford applied to Tesco for a job during the pandemic to be a delivery driver. He didn't get one. He went for an interview as far as I know. He didn't get the job. But he is now working for Iceland in the UK. He was keen to help out in any way he could. I know a lot of people, uh, in, even in normal real life, who, if their job hasn't happened, they've gotten jobs in factories and driving forklifts and just doing stuff to, to stay busy. Anyway, he says he doesn't understand why he's got a lot of hate uh, because of his virtue signalling. People who, like, you know, already like you, get you, we're sort of laughing along. And then every so often I would get, like, a bit of abuse. And what was, I mean, I'm not saying this sort of, you know, virtue signal or whatever people say anymore. But what was funny was the moment where I was reading through some quite horrible messages about from people. And I was sat in a car park waiting for Dorothy, who was an elderly lady who I'd taken to see the podiatrist, uh, <laughs> with stop-put car scheme. And I'm sat there in my high-vis jacket and my, and my name tag and my PPE stuff on, waiting for this old lady to come out the doctors. And I thought, hang on a minute, how am I a bad guy? How this, <laughs> this happened? Something to keep busy. Poor right. Doris. Poor Doris. I hope Doris is all right, yeah? Yeah. Hello, Doris. Dublin's FM 104. It is the strawberry alarm clock uh, from wherever the strawberry alarm clock comes from these days. And we talk to guests from wherever they come from these days. And uh, we can say good morning to Vinny from Codeline. Vinny May Jr., of course. Uh, how hey. are you? I'm good, man. I'm um, very those, good. Yeah, how are you keeping? Ah, we're very good. Um, nothing much has changed since we last spoke to you in terms of <laughs> where we are. Everyone has realised how, for granted, we took broadband until now. I've been living with terrible Wi-Fi. I, I, I have been appreciative of good Wi-Fi. So I'm in, like, the Codeline studio at the moment, which has got semi-decent Wi-Fi. So, uh, so yeah, but so if I need to do, like, an update on something, I bring it here. <laughs> But I'm kind of lucky I don't so, live too far away from here. What is the Codeline studio like? That's what everyone's going to want to know. So is there anything yeah. fancy? Have you got like, is there a jukebox? No. <laughs> no, so we're like, this is like the kind of... Are the toilets good? The, yeah, the, to- the right. Wi-Fi is good. Uh, the main studio bit like is nice downstairs. It's all kind of nice and fancy and there's nice lights and big rugs and stuff like that. Up here, it's kind of like the kitchen-esque kind of thing. It's kind of right. boring. Whose job is it to make sure that's clean? We kind of take turns. <laughs> no mammy lives here, so we need to we need to kind of do it ourselves. <laughs> Code line uh, mammy. <laughs> do you have beds there in case the late night recording session goes too late? No, we don't. We do have a shower though, but n- nobody has ever used it. <laughs> There's a power shower, but nobody has ever uh, nobody has ever had a shower in it. As far as I'm aware. As far as you're aware, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Um, and have there ever been any uh, late night lock-in sessions in there? No, we talked about it before after we played like Malahide Castle um, because it's like about 10 minutes away from Malahide. So we were thinking about doing that and then we were like, uh, but then we'd have to like clean it up afterwards. So we were like, nah, f*** that. <laughs> Sorry, affect that. Affect <laughs> that. Uh, the album has arrived. I've been listening to a good yeah. bit of it. Well, Say Something is a, one of the tracks from it. One Day at a Time is the title. 
my initial thoughts from hearing it is, oh, you old romantic bunch of boys. <laughs> I, I mean, that, that's a bit, to, for me, that always surprises me. When you've got to write an album in, in the style that you guys are so famous for, and it's very much from the heart, and it's, it, it can be deep, and the lyrics mean something to people. Um, is it, when we're all used to growing up in a world where lads are tough and meant to be tough and, you know, in the last few years, hopefully people are, are realising you don't always have to be like that. Was that ever a weird place to to show your softer, your more emotional side as a, a bunch of lads from Dublin? Yeah, I suppose. But I, I suppose for us, we just kind of started doing it from the get-go. So it wasn't... Um it, it was kind of just always to be expected from us, I suppose, because we kind of wore our hearts on our sleeve a little bit. We've kind of talked about, like, mental health and went, mental well-being, like, for a long, long time, like, for years, like, you know, um, and how music was, like, our therapy and stuff like that, you know, and, and we're quite open about talking about relationships that we've gone through and kind of makeups and breakups and stuff like that, and it's been kind of very open about all that and I, I think that's why kind of fans really appreciate it because we've been so very open about it from the start uh, us as like music kind of consumers as well that like are fans of music you know it's it's so much easier to be invested in a band if you can relate and you can believe what they're singing about and stuff like that so I think that was very important for us from the from the get-go was that we were very real about our music and it's always easier to write music about things that we can actually relate to as a band and things that we've gone through i think people can see, i think people can like see that as well and i think people can see through if you're not being genuine i think if you're spoofing no matter what it is people can they can spot it a mile away 100 percent. pre all the madness just to fill people in and where you guys i mean you did Lollapalooza, Benicassim, you did gigs in vietnam and china japan south korea um on your travels has there been any kind of weird thing put on a plate in front of you and you're like I'm not eating that yeah yep yep <laughs> all the what, time what? Uh, especially when you're in kind what? of like Asia in general uh, we were having like these kind of sea urchin things and like yeah we thought that they were mushrooms like you gotta try it to learn to know that you don't like it <laughs> yeah true but like how do you have you ever had a situation where you don't want to offend, but you really just, you just can't? Like In Indonesia, I think it is, they eat kind of like fertilized eggs, but they're like the, the bird, like the chick is kind of like, it's not fully grown. So it's kind of like half chick, half kind of slimy thing inside it. And it's like a delicacy that they eat. So yeah, that was one of the times I was like, I'm all right. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try it. But somebody from my management company did try it, and then he had food poison for two days. So oh, I'm kind of glad oh. I didn't do that. So wh- th- uh, how much of this album was was pre the C word, and and how much was yeah. during it? Uh, we were quite lucky that everything, like the whole album, was uh, done and recorded. Uh, literally the day before we finished in the studio, the day before Leo uh, made the first announcement that Alan was going into the lockdown on the Monday, I think it was. So we had finished the album. We had been working on it uh, for about 13 months or so. So we had finished right. it all completely and uh, it was just being sent off to get mastered pretty much. But unfortunately, all the like factories that press vinyl and print CDs and stuff like that like were all kind of basically our order for cds kind of couldn't go through so um we've it's kind of weird because this is the first album that we've released that we haven't had like physical copies on sale it's all just been digital and streaming so 
that's kind of the only kind of really weird thing about the album and the whole album release is that there isn't like physical copies like and then also that we haven't been able to go and do kind of press and promo the kind of normal way it's just all been through mm-hmm. Zoom pretty much it was really nice because we the record label basically said go make the album that you want to make and there was no real kind of time pressure on us to like right it has to be done by this time like you know it was kind of very relaxed because we did like monday to friday took the weekends off and we did like 10 10 a.m to like 5 p.m like so it was like it was like we were working a job when you're in the studio you can always end up getting like bogged down and being in the studio and being there for like 14 15 hours a day and then not seeing daylight you know whereas like this time we were like we don't need to do that let's just kind of take it a bit more easy like you know and then and it also helped them because it enabled us to like on friday night on friday when we finished up we'd have the weekend then to kind of listen back to what we'd been working on on during the week and then come in on monday and be like this i kind of want to change this bit or i don't think this is quite right and we'd be and it just kind of gave us that bit of freedom and that kind of bit just to take a step back is there anything not necessarily for you guys but just as a voice in the music industry in ireland what do you think bands would love to happen to help you know is it simply just a matter of well if if we get open venues again that would be enough for you know what what do you think is going to be a big challenge for bands who maybe you know don't get to tour as much as you guys do and stuff there needs to be some grants involved i think like arts grants have always been a kind of way of enabling kind of artists and musicians and stuff like that to kind of to work on their craft and stuff and i think that is going to have to come into it like you know i think there will have to will be some grants uh, especially for other companies as well that like rely that employ people that like put on the shows and build the stages and the lighting rigs and the sound rigs that people go to festivals and they can hear and see things like you know there's there's companies with hundreds and thousands of people like you know behind them like you know so mm-hmm. for all of that all of a sudden just to be completely like the rug wiped on like swept from underneath your feet it's kind of a weird thing so yeah like government grants like not loans but grants and then i think yeah get like just starting to build confidence back in people that like it is safe to go into venues and stuff like that but i don't know if that's going to happen anytime soon until there's a vaccine Mm -hmm. like you know i think for people's confidence to kind of really be built back up you know so it's uh yeah it's i i definitely don't have the answer uh and I, and I don't know if anybody does, really. I, I know there's no physical copies, but buy a digital copy of, like, your favorite band, like, you know, either on Google Play or Amazon Music or iTunes, you know, go on and, and buy, like, a, a like streaming helps and stuff like that, and that's good, but actually buying a, like, buying a digital version of the album really does help. So, yeah, go onto any of those, whatever platform you use for your mobile device or whatever, and, and buy a copy of the album. Like, And online music is so cheap. Like, I think our album is, like... Mm five euro or something like that it's nothing it's uh, it's, it's, nothing. it's really really cheap and it, and it makes a huge difference to the musicians and you'll support the Irish music industry uh, across the board yeah. well look Vinny we wish you the best luck with the album uh, we're loving it and uh, thank you for taking the time to chat awesome and, uh, thanks we appreciate it man we'll get you in uh, very very soon it's the Strawberry Alarm Clock on FM 104 
was not prepared I was unaware You were caught in a bubble You and I had a drunken fight On a Tuesday night downtown Well, it cuts so deep When you try to speak But the words don't come out right You can lean on me When it's hard to breathe You can call me Something to me 